Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The fact that this team does not have an identity at this point is definitely problematic, and they have to find their way back to having a defensive identity. They missed Rob Williams at the start of the season. That cost them something as they were trying to coalesce around some of the new guys. Once they get Rob Williams back, the emphasis over the final 10, 12 games of the season, whatever he plays in, has to be, has to be getting back to where they were defensively. The offense is going to come. They've got too many great offensive players, from Tatum to Brown to Malcolm Brogdon. They're going to find ways to score, but they've got to get back to being a top five, top three defensive team if they're going to win in the playoffs. Hour number three, Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. That was Chris Mannix last night on early edition talking about the Celtics and their lack of a defensive identity, which we've been discussing. Brian Scalabrini actually got the ball rolling on this earlier in the week. What is the Celtics identity? Do they have a championship identity? Who am I? And we're going to talk to Scal about a half hour from now. He joins us each and every Wednesday at 430 here on WEEI. And if you missed any part of the show or have it delivered to your phone daily, subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcast. But Scout, mark that winner of uh, Shots for the Cure, too. Oh, did he win that? Oh, he yeah. did. Oh, I didn't realize that. As he should have. Made a rain. He, I thought Barrows was going to Well, gonna I was going to say, him, yeah. or, him or Dana Barrows, right? Probably should have uh, should have won. I did Dana, see that. Dana got off to a slow start. I saw the video of Fourier getting winded. I did see that. You uh, know what? He was surpri- you know who was, was shockingly good. good in that thing yesterday? I went who? back and watched it. Dakota. <laughs> Dakota, oh, really? he had this crazy form. Bill Cartwright-looking yeah. shot, and he was making three, he was swishing threes. Okay. It didn't make any sense at all, but he was pretty good. Let's I, move uh, on to anything else. I didn't realize that uh, Scal was the champion, though. You know it was really good? Mego. You know no, I know, I, know you know I know Mego did a great job in that yesterday, for sure. I, so I, I had just gotten over this. So Scal got the ball rolling on the Celtics and how they don't have an identity. And Mannix is saying they don't have a defensive identity. Meh. What do you mean, meh? I mean, I think they don't have an identity. I'm more with Scal than being specific with Mannix. Okay, well, let's uh, follow up on what Mannix said. Uh, in the last seven games, intern Brian sent some good numbers here. In the last seven games since the All-Star break, the Celtics have allowed a 40-point scorer in four of those seven games and a 38-point scorer in the other two, which is, I don't know how I didn't realize this. Arkan had been talking about how the Celtics have been getting cooked by the Mikhail Bridges of the world and the Emmanuel Quickleys of the world. I didn't realize it was that. Here's the breakdown. Donovan Mitchell had 44 and 40 in the two games against the Celtics since the All-Star break. Emmanuel Quickly, 38. Mikhail Bridges, 38. Embiid had 41. I forgot about Miles Turner and the game where he was hitting like three after three after three. The, 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 was that a double overtime game? Right after the All-Star break, he had 40. So that's insane. 
And a bunch of that was guards. And apparently in the two games where Embiid and Turner went off, those are bigs going off. Time Lord was still healthy. Rob Williams was still out there for the Celtics. You disagree, though, Mego. You don't think this is about their defensive identity. You think the team just lacks an identity in general. I do. I think it's a bigger, I think it's more fundamental issues than just one side of the ball. I will say Donovan Mitchell, like, I, I like these recent stats, and I think that they illustrate a lot of important points about their defense. Donovan Mitchell also had 41 at the beginning of the year, I think in the first match mm-hmm. matchup between the Cavs and the Celtics. I think he's just a really bad match for the Celtics. Like, I think he just exploits everything that they do. Look, Mitchell's a bad matchup for everybody. How do we explain, like, Emmanuel quickly, who's a backup guard with the Knicks? How do we explain that one? That is a bigger conundrum. A bigger conundrum to me. Arkan, you were on this early in the week. You said defense was their issue. Defense is what they were lacking in. Yeah, it's been noticeable all year long, really, but now it's sort of coming to a head. Like, this team, if you talk about the continuation from last year, and one of the things that you heard Brad Stevens and, you know, Wick and everybody else go on and on about is how Joe Mazzulla was doing such a great job of bridging last year's team to this year's team. And they did win a lot of games. It's not like they were bad. They did win games. But all season long, I felt that this team's defensive identity from last year, which maybe were dumb to still be holding on to, right? Didn't the playoffs kind of blow that up a little bit? Like, there was a bunch of games where Milwaukee did whatever they wanted to, Miami did whatever they wanted, Golden State, Golden State clearly did whatever they wanted to, so maybe we're all kind of, maybe we're all just like clinging on to the past too hard here. I don't think so, Arkan. I'm with you on the original point because they got to the finals, and yeah, they got smoked by the Warriors in the second half of those finals. Like, they absolutely got manhandled by the Warriors. But they got to the finals. Yeah, and I think it was really the Warriors who, who I remember some of those Miami games being just defensive slogs and Robert Williams scaring the crap out of players on Miami. I, I don't remember Milwaukee as well, but I, I feel like the Eastern Conference final was some low-scoring games. Maybe I have that wrong. That's, uh, that's... There was really one game. It was a 93-80 to 80 win for the Celtics in Game 5. All of the other games hit triple digits. Interesting. I, I remember feeling like Miami couldn't score, and there were games where I felt like Milwaukee couldn't score outside of Giannis in that series. So I, I thought their defense was good until the finals. The Warriors did expose them, though. Absolutely, they had no answer for Steph. The the Celtics got held to under triple digits, one, two, three, four of the six games that they played against the Warriors. Against Golden State, so maybe it was an offensive issue. What is the Celtics' identity, and why are they having defensive issues? 617-779-7937. Now, I earlier in the week said they they broke Robert Williams. And I was a fan of this as they did it, and I'm not. I'm not turning around and saying why'd you do they that. Nev- Correct. I'm not saying they never should have done it because I applauded it at the time. I'm like, good. Rob Williams is rushing back for the Nets series. He's coming back. He's playing. He's trying to help the team win a championship. Good for him. And I was on board with that approach. But now that you look at it, you go, oh, is he ever going to be healthy again? Like that's not what I'm wondering. He co- that was a non-contact thing the other day against the Nets, where he comes down awkwardly, and you have to wonder if he's ever going to be right. And he's a guy who's always had injury problems from the second he walked into the league. So I said that. And the more I think about it, the more I wonder if it's about their defensive player of the year. Shouldn't shouldn't they have a defensive identity when you have the DPOY, the self-proclaimed DPOY, the defensive player of the year? Shouldn't you be better defensively and have a defensive identity when that guy is on your team? And the answer is, of course you should, if that mattered. If it mattered, of course you should. He'd be, they'd be shutting teams down defensively. They would be shutting down certainly Emmanuel quickly. Donovan Mitchell might be his own thing. Certainly Emmanuel quickly they'd be shutting down. Marcus Smart has been noticeably bad, I think, all year defensively. And trust me, I track it every single game because I am a normal, well-adjusted person, Mego. 
I track these numbers. I have I have the file going, the DPOY database. I have it here on my phone. I update it after every single game because, again, I'm normal and well-adjusted. Yeah, no, you're a weird guy. So I know that his defense has struggled all year. It's been especially bad since the All-Star break, and it's been especially bad in the last four games. Now, one of those was a win over Cleveland. Worst defensive game he had this year. 26 points he allowed in that game as the primary defender. That's the most he's allowed all year. That was against Cleveland in a 117-113 win. He allowed 16 against Brooklyn, 23 against the Knicks, the Emmanuel quickly game, 13 points against Cleveland the last time out. Over those four games, Marcus Smart, as an individual defender, is allowing almost 20 points per game on 60% shooting, 29 out of 48, 538 from three, 14 out of 26. He's been bad defensively. How come you don't have a defensive identity? Because either your DPOY is resting on his laurels, read his own press clippings, and believed he could just show up and defend people, and he needs to defend at a higher level, or that's always been overrated. And the real defender on this team, as I tried to tell people last year, and the real reason you were special defensively was Rob Williams and never Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart wasn't even the best defender on his own team last year. That was Rob Williams. How the hell did he win defensive player of the year? You can't not have a defensive identity when you have the DPOY, unless he's out of shape or he's not putting in the work, or he was always overrated. How do you not have a defensive identity with him on the team? How is that possible? So I think I've been pretty consistent since he came back from injury that he hasn't looked good, that he's been bad after this injury. So I, I think those stats back that up. He's been bad, all, he's been bad all year, so but he's been especially bad since he came you back. You say he's True. been bad all year. Yes. We're looking at, I'm looking at uh, a defended field goals made, so basically opponents shooting on him. In 2022, they had a 45% rate making field goals on him 36 percent behind the arc yep. that was last year which by the way season. which by the way isn't good okay but keep going this year 47 percent field goal rate 36 from behind the arc so including I, that bad stretch so i have 470 i have 478 and 368 which both are this worse. is from nba.com well, this these, isn't jones con- well, these compiled are, stats these are for me compiling numbers off of nba.com which i've been doing since day one of the year he also okay. is giving up 14 this is points defensive tracking stats he's giving NBA.com. up 14 points a night well my numbers aren't that far off by the way but yeah. I, but, I, but I, I, would, I, I, guess I would question I would say, those numbers i would say when you say he's been bad all year he's been worse than he's last been year comparative to last year he's Two percent worse. Okay, in one stat is giving up forty-five percent from the field and thirty-six percent on threes. Good last year. I always thought that was overrated. Yeah, and I don't think it's horrible. Here's what I think is especially overrated about him defensively: you can bring up a screen, and he's going to switch. You can dictate that. You know who you can't really erase on defense? Rob Williams when he's right. You can't really erase him. Even when he switches off, he closes. He swats shots. He puts the fear of God in people. So their defensive identity, I don't think, was ever about the DPOY. He's worse this year. He's been horrendous lately. He's been really bad since the break. If I you would don't have push, a defensive identity. I would push back against he's been so bad all year. He's been worse I don't this, think he's been so bad all year. You just gave me all the year. numbers. He's been worse this he's year than last slightly, year. slightly. Worse. Slightly worse than his DPOY year. When you can look at that and say, he should have never gotten that DPOY award last yeah, year with I those did, numbers. I did say I that. know. I know. But I'm saying he's pretty much statistically the same player. Worse. He's worse than okay, a year ago. Two percent worse. And he, that's that's a noticeable uptick. And he's been I, a lot. Two percent out yes. of hundred is a noticeable yes, uptick. Yes, I okay, think well, so. This is the less than five percent chance guy. Back so to I the guess birth I'll control. Go with that. <laughs> I, but I, but I think so. If you if you increase your shooting percentage by two percent, we go. Wow, boy, look at look, he's really shooting a lot better this year. Went from a forty three percent shooter to forty five. Like yes, I think that's an, over a course of a year. That's a that's a lot. Hey, let's say maybe before he was injured that he was on exactly the same track as the year before. Yeah, he took two weeks off. He's not. You're telling me he's not healthy. 
No, he took two weeks off because he was injured. He wasn't okay. going to Barbados. But you don't. But you don't. But I'm saying you don't think he's healthy. You look at him now and you go, he's not no, healthy. No, I don't think he's healthy. In fact, the best games he played were the first games he when he came back. Those were the best games that and he played. And now he looks like awful. And now he's stunk the last four. How do you not have a defensive identity with the DPOY? Riddle me that. 617-779-7937. And they, they are struggling with their identity. I mean, Scal was right about this. Scal was right to question this. And we're going to ask him about it again about 20 minutes from now when he joins us. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Tim is in Westfield. Go ahead, Tim. Hello, Tim. 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 Let's, let's put Tim on hold. Let's go to Cam in yes, Springfield. Go, go ahead, Cam. I don't necessarily think they have an, an, a defense issue. I feel like their defense is fine. It's not It's not what up to par as it was last year, but like the defense is terrible. What's the problem is they, their late game, their late game is awful. They have no identity late game. It's ISO. I feel like the first 95% of the game, the offense was great, phenomenal. The last five percent, they just like, all right, we're gonna run an ISO here, ah. and just hope Tatum puts the ball in the basket. So, what's going wrong for the Celtics in these late game situations? Because that's been happening. I mean, their defense is a problem. Their defense is absolutely a problem. I don't we know. Talk- Jason Tatum's so clutch. I feel like he should be uh, well, you know, taking these games over. Right? We, it's a fair point. We talked about this yesterday. Why though. does Arkan hate Jason Tatum? I don't know. He, he does. That word, don't he? he does. Seem, I love Paul Pierce. He does seem to hate Jason he Tatum. That's true. Jason yeah, Paul, Tatum. Paul Pierce is so. It's a, it's a bad look for our show. He was frankly. so clutch before he got Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. I mean, just the clutchest guy ever. He was super clutch. Um, when it comes to the Celtics, defense is a problem late in these games. Absolutely. They're blowing giant leads. They're doing it consistently. How do they keep doing that? Defense is a factor. How much of a factor is coaching? And I think we've talked about Joe Missoula and his issues late. I think Gary Washburn raised some very interesting questions, some very interesting points about Joe Missoula and how veteran coaches are taking advantage of Joe Missoula in these late-game situations. Is that a concern, along with the Celtics and their lack of a defensive identity? We'll get to that, 617-779-7937, right after Trending here with Christian Arkin. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.